Are we live Welcome yet? Welcome to, to the show. What? Thanks, Sam Strong. If we are live, hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. We have an amazing show today. Super chat today. We are raising money for Mercy for Animals. I have such an amazing story about that. It, it makes sense that, of course, we're raising funds for Mercy for Animals. I learned what the word Minim, uh, animal means today like a nimble a nimble do you know what a nimble means no no enlighten us pure hold on i'm gonna show you this is like super fascinating it's amazing that we don't know these things check it out can pure, you read that brilliant blameless oh wow isn't that, that awesome is true about Oh, that is true about animals, and that's why um, Greg and I always they talk about are. our veganism because they are innocent, sentient, beautiful creatures. That I don't know. I don't get the whole speciesism thing, but anyway, that's for another day. Because today is <laughs> not amazing. <laughs> it's amazing, but you know what today is, Greg? What? Yeah, not a brother. What, today is Goddess Day. <laughs> Do you understand the goddesses that we have on the show? And- today? I was think I was talking to my brother Wingmanji. He's a goddess oh, worshiper. Because I worship both of the goddesses we have on today. I'm so excited that you guys are joining us. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, I'll start with Yaya because I don't know how long ago did we meet. We well, it was like I six years ago or something like you, that. You or I've listened to you, yeah, for a long time. But we judged King of the Nerds together in the third season. Yeah, it was really King funny. I was a fun. It was so fun. Day. So I was at Comic Con. And I got called to say, do you want to be a host on King of the Nerds? They're doing a cosplay episode. I'm like, you're doing a cosplay episode the week of San Diego Comic-Con where all the cosplayers are in San Diego. And they're like, yep, and we'll fly you out private plane and you can fly back to make your panel. <laughs> so I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I walked in. You're such a rock star, Tara. Right? And then I walk in star. and there's Miss Yaya yeah. looking so fucking gorgeous. <sighs> you're just such a goddess. And I mean, you're I knew a kind. little I knew a little bit about your work, but um, for the people who don't know, Yaya is um, one of the most beloved cosplayers. She's been doing it since the beginning of cosplay's awareness. You make your own stuff. You have so much to tell, tell and share. Just go ahead and tell the world how you got your start and all the things that you do and just um, fill in the world about who you are in case they don't know who Yaya Han is. Hi. So yes, I'm Yaya Han. I uh, was born in China, raised in Germany, and I started cosplaying over 20 years ago. I think now it's been 21 years. So I started sort of at the beginning of what modern cosplay as we know it started. So I kind of like grew up along with it. And so yeah, I've been started just as a fan, truly just just a big fan of the of the whole art and fandom and, you know, anime and such. And then have always been active in it. I was competing at a lot of contests and then eventually was uh, asked to judge them instead and do panels and sort of like found my way from a fan to being a professional in this very growing industry. And so, yeah, like I, of course, like I think with that year when um, I met Tara, it was like the height of My Little Pony craze. And of course, Tara was voicing multiple characters on it, including Twilight Sparkle. And so it was like really exciting to be able to, you know, meet someone so iconic and also like uh, knowing that cosplay is sort of what brought me to that point because um, I was cosplaying a lot of the pony characters and I was also making ears and wings and other items that people could use to cosplay the pony characters. And so uh, I'm still cosplaying and I wrote a book about cosplay culture last year that came out called Yaya Han's World of Cosplay. And um, I'm just, you know, I have, I have, I make fabrics and uh, patterns and trims for cosplayers. They're available in Joanne stores. So it's like they're, they're more accessible for people to get into cosplay these days. And yeah, I'm still just in this industry. Still doing the same thing. <laughs> you're you're amazing. I, I can't amazing, wait to deep dive right. into everything you do. And just so that the viewers can start looking at your stuff, because we'll take some live questions, just tell everybody where they can find you on social media. Find me on yayahan.com. Uh, that's my website. And all my social medias are, are yayahan, Y-A-Y-A-H-A-N. Oh, my God. I'm so excited to deep dive. I just want to introduce the other goddess, Melissa. Please say hello to the world. Hi. 
I'm so excited. And I love having the difference between these two girls because Melissa makes all her own costumes by painting it on her body, um, which is so fascinating. And you really are, Melissa. I've been fascinated by this kind of cosplay for a long time, but you are really one of the best. I mean, your Wonder Woman thing that you did recently, like, blew my fucking mind you're you're just so amazing incredible so so same like yeah yeah she 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 actually paint this is not even my face today she painted my face <laughs> on my you face you did such a good That's job true. you look just like a dodo beast boy um okay so <laughs> melissa tell everybody where they can find you and how you got started and your origin story into this world too you can find me everywhere um, on Twitch is where I do them all live. So you can, I do it more like a live demonstration. So you can always see me creating the whole thing um, on Twitch um, at forward slash mcroft07. And I post like the final photos, etc. on Twitter and Instagram. I also have TikTok. I'm just mcroft07 everywhere. Um, how I got started in it was I was that kid that, took makeup too far at Halloween parties when I was younger and um, I was always really fascinated by makeup and there was this one there was a few times where there was like um we did we would do like fancy dress parties and I, I was really upset because I really we were going as the can the hand the thing one and the thing two and I was really upset because we didn't have a Whoville nose and I was really frustrated that I couldn't find one so I learned how to build uh-huh. one um so I built one for me and my friends and then I ended up with like having like a lot of paints and latex around and I just kept going and kept going and kept going and then I just kept I'm, I'm still here doing it <laughs> so I've been doing it for quite a long time but yeah I just I find the whole thing fascinating how you can transform yourself with makeup itself um so yeah just I basically just keep taking makeup too far <laughs> Thank God you do. You're so gifted at it. I mean, your your stuff is really amazing. Yeah. Are you done eating, Greg? Do you want to be a host on the show now? I don't want to interrupt you. <laughs> yeah, but look, I had to get my energy levels up because this is an exciting moment to explore exactly what's going on here. And I need my focus and attention in that vegan tiramisu world. <laughs> Melissa, what is your um, favorite one you've done and what's your most challenging one you've done? Um, my favorite one I've probably done was recently with Harley Quinn. Um, I yeah! did Harley Quinn from Joker War. Yeah. <laughs> I did it for my birthday. Um, I did it on stream and the stream was absolutely amazing. I have such a wonderful community um, and they really, really just made it happen. Um, and the most challenging one was sometimes I do back paints as well and I think that the back paints where I paint on somebody else, they can be quite difficult to do. But if it was for a cosplay purpose, Probably one of the most difficult ones I've done was Rasputin 4 because there's a lot of metal. <laughs> I cried a lot. <laughs> oh I, mean, I, I didn't know you did that until I saw you on, um, you have it on your on your header on Twitter, right? Where you're painting someone's back. Yeah. It's yeah. unbelievable. I mean, true. She's such, you're both such artists. It's so, I'm so grateful that you, you guys came on to share your gifts and we'll have to watch some of that Twitch, some of that live stream. It's so amazing. Oh, there it is. Look at that. Look at that's incredible. <laughs> like you, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Now, do you ever do? Do you ever do tattoo work? No, as I'm well? too scared because I can't that? rub it out. <laughs> I bet you'd be really good at it. What about um, canvas art that people can buy? I actually really suck at canvas art. I can't do it. And so I, my my rule is that I got re- I'm really bad at drawing people, so I draw on them instead because <laughs> the proportions are there for me. They're done. Wow, that's <laughs> wow. cool. You're a, do- you're a documentary in itself. <laughs> I mean, you should be shooting your life in broadcast. Legend. It's so amazing. What about you, Yaya? What's the- yeah, I want to know more about Yaya, favorite? the coolest name on earth. Know, right? Thank you. I was asking her what her favorite um, cosplay was and what her most challenging cosplay was. Mm, uh, I have lots of favorite cosplays. I, I th- love the fact that with cosplay, you can t- transform into different characters. And so the variety is what draws me. Um, of course... Recently, uh, it's been all Resident Evil Village hype. Um, the last costume I made was uh, Lady Dimitrescu from Resident Evil 8. And uh, it was really, really amazing. It's one of my favorite costumes that, that I've ever done uh, because it really challenged me to go outside of like what I uh, like thought I could do because wow. obviously this character is over nine feet tall and I wow. as a five foot two person thought I'm just, uh, just not even gonna I'm not even <laughs> gonna try to you know get in there like it's a cool design and you know but and then like Capcom like Resident Evil actually asked me to make the costume and I'm like uh 
okay, now I have to do it. Uh, and so I had to really get out of my head. Like, he's like, no, you can do this. You can embody this character. And so um, it was really cool to do not only photos, but also a video shoot and really try to um, emulate the character and, and sort of bring the environment to life. Uh, and so as for my most challenging costume, uh, was probably a... Um, I did it for the finale of Heroes of Cosplay um, several years ago. It's uh, called the Banshee Queen and Naira from the game Lineage 2. I really chose her because she had a very, very elaborate, crazy design that, that I wanted to tackle. I wanted to make the costume, but it was built on stilts. So, like, yeah. I had to have stilts to be able to, you know, look convincing. And so just the aspect of having a costume and even to try it on, you had to put the stilts on. So if it was three in the morning and you're like dead tired, but you want to try the skirt on, you're like, I hope I don't kill myself with all these like sharp tools <laughs> laying around my workroom, you know, because oh I'm like, Ooh, try not to hit the ceiling. I don't know. Maybe I'm into... How high are the stilts? They uh, were about two and a half feet. Two, That's two, a lot. Oh, over two feet. Yeah. I'm yeah, always impressed so with that at cons because those are some of the most impressive costumes when people are like way larger than life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I know you go to cons. Um, Melissa, have you been to Comic Cons dressed up in your makeup? Yes. I mean, obviously. Yeah. I, I've been to one as Poison Ivy um, as well before, but I was uh, really fortunate and um, Joe Benitez um, invited me onto his panel to do a live demonstration of Lady Mechanica, which is his comic. So Yay! I would do was doing a live. Um, paint while I was there to bring a little more like excitement to the booth, etc. So that was really amazing. So yeah, sometimes, amazing. not all the time. <laughs> amazing. Okay, I want to hear both of your favorite con stories, either like a kid that made you feel really special or someone that, you know, Greg and I have so many stories of people that just like, you know, we usually get like, thank you for our childhood and your characters helped me get through a painful time in life or whatever. Do you guys have any favorite con stories or fan stories? I do. I do. I, I, I will tell the one where um, I, I was at a convention called Acon in Dallas, Texas, and um, this mom came up with uh, at my at my table. Uh, she came up with her daughter. She was maybe I'd say she looked about 12 years old, this little girl that just didn't really say much, but she knew me because uh, she'd seen me on TV and um, she was like, came up and hugged me and, you know, I signed a picture for her or whatever. And then like, it was very, very sweet. And then her mom walks up and says, um, my daughter has severe autism and she has not, you know, interacted with people in years. And because she saw you and everyone cosplaying and now she's at a convention and cosplaying and, you know, and she knows you, like she knows she's like, there's Yaya. And yeah, and I was like, I started crying. She started crying. We were just Aww. like in the middle. Everybody's like, what's going on? Aww. But it was just incredible. Yeah. So I absolutely, I miss conventions. I cherish all the memories we've made at convention. I think that's really where like, uh, whether you're an artist, a creator, you know, anybody, that is where you really connect with people and, you know, you see the impact that you, you have. And yeah, so miss Khan. Some of my best friends I've met at cons. Absolutely. Lifelong yes. friends. It's it amazing. is. It's yep. an amazing Same right. it's world my where nobody's <laughs> weird. Your husband, you met him at a con? I met him at Dragon Con, yeah, years ago. Wow. <laughs> okay, we need that story. He was dressed as Boba Fett, so he like he to he took his helmet off because like somebody was introducing him to me and I was like, not only is it really good Boba Fett costume, but the guy underneath is really cute. <laughs> But he was drunk. He did not even remember meeting me. Who were you dressed as? Uh, that was late as? night. I, I was. I think I was a succubus. It didn't work. Oh. <laughs> he didn't even remember me. Of course. <laughs> we of met course. the next day again. That's uh, a great story. I love that so sure. much. Um, Melissa, we have a question for you. Ravdos wants to go what your longest ever body paint was. So I guess what took you the longest? It was 21 hours. Um, <laughs> um, and I painted myself head to toe. Um, I was trying to turn myself into, I was calling her a Frankenbay. It was an original design. And it's just, it just hits a bit different when it's three o'clock in the morning and you're shading your toes with eyeshadow in the bathroom on the floor. <laughs> and then you've got to take photos. <laughs> so it was just, 
<laughs> it was I was tired. I was trying to make a Halloween special. I did do the Halloween special, but I realised I didn't have a space to take the photos of it. So actually to then, because it was head to toe, um, I had to let, I had to put a black, um, bed sheet on the floor and my other half had to stand on the bed with the camera outstretched <laughs> and just hope that it was in focus because we couldn't see, um, to get the photos. And <laughs> yeah, I, I, I didn't paint for it. I, I slept for a long time after that, <laughs> but it was quite long incredible cons make you tired it's a lot of energy we yeah. all put out whether you're you're there as talent or you're coming as a cosplay talent it's just in general being a part of the community so just it's, it's so much energy that we we like i guess our adrenals drain so we're tired after because there's so much stimulation and so much communication it's it's so rad it doesn't matter who you are we're all weird together and it's just such a celebratory environment i love it some people prepare all year for a big con like that's mm -hmm. what we worked for you know? yeah like, like you, me. yeah. You yeah. prepare for nothing. Like me. Um, <laughs> Melissa, did you have a favorite con or fan story? Um, it was when I was at TwitchCon and we were doing this like meetup and there was a lot of people there. And one of the, because I do the live streams on Twitch, a lot of the uh -huh. time I never see what somebody looks like behind a username or whatever. I, I just, just genuinely don't know. I only know people obviously by usernames. Um, and this one absolute angel came up to me and she was like, she told me to the side and she was like, I just want to tell you that, um, over the past year, um, I've actually been going through a divorce and the thing that got her through it was having my, um, silly streams on, in the, on the TV so that it would distract her and her kids while they were trying to like sort through this really rough time. And then she started crying and then I started crying because obviously like I'm just, <laughs> I'm just there doing my thing, just being silly, entertaining while I'm painting because it's fun. And she said that it was one of the, one of the things that got her through. I was just like, Oh, oh no! <laughs> I love that. Now what Comic cons are where your dreams can come true. And Melissa and Yaya, you guys know this, but it's not just silly. It's like you you have these gifts, and I do believe that we are here on this planet during this time. That if you share your gifts and you make people happy, it's like you you get positive karma points. Like you you move on in the universe. Like I think we're here to make people happy, and if you have a gift and you share it it's really extraordinary. Like it, it's a bigger deal than you think. Like when you're affecting people around the world because you're like, oh, I could grow up and do that too. And I could, it, it's really amazing what you both, what you both do. Um, when you guys were younger, like, did you know that you wanted to do that? And also the flip side to that question for both of you is, do you have advice for kids that are younger, that are interested, that, you know, people say, oh, you're a nerd or you can't do this or there's no money in it or don't be stupid. Like, do you have any advice for up and coming body paint artists and um, cosplay artists that make their own stuff? You're both so niche in your world. So it'd be nice to hear from you, like some words of wisdom for the young generation. And for me. Mm -hmm. And for Greg, <laughs> who still doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> when I was growing up, I uh, moved from China to Germany at a young age and I had to readjust to a whole new culture and uh, a new family. My mom remarried. And uh, so it was like very difficult for me to like learn a new language, be in this culture where nobody looked like me and trying to fit in and, you know, not fitting in, obviously. And so my escape was anime and manga. So I would draw a manga, I read manga, I watched what anime that I could um, back then. And uh, so I never thought I would get into dressing up as the characters. I just wanted to be in that world. And I um, was focusing mainly on drawing. Um, and <clears throat> when I went to my first convention in 99, that's when I saw that you could dress up in costume. And it was almost like an extension of like what I wanted to express. Uh, like instead of just drawing the characters, I could become the characters. And that fulfilled me creatively. And um, it was sort of during a time where I could have taken my art and continued with it. I was starting, I was pretty successful with it. I actually published a manga while I was living in Germany. But wow. I was too poor because I came here as like a immigrant. Um, I was too poor to afford like a computer and Wacom tablet. And so I couldn't make the jump from drawing by hand to digital art. And that was like, you know, when everybody was doing yeah, digital art, that's like, I was like being left behind. And so cosplay was this thing that just sort of filled me with so much passion that I didn't mind 
um, like leaving art and pursuing cosplay. I mean, pursuing, like I, I wasn't making money with it. I was just doing it for fun because you couldn't do it as a job back then. Uh, but it still was everything that I dreamed of. So um, I, I feel like all we want in life is sort of like find our people and find where we are comfortable and we can be ourselves. And for me, that was cosplay. And I discovered it through being shown, being seeing other people doing it and sort of this light bulb going off in my head. So my advice for uh, young people is, you know, people trying to find their place in the world is that it's out there somewhere. It's going to be very unexpected. You may think that your path is going to lead a very specific way that you have like one passion that dictates your life, but you might find something else and, you know, follow your intuition, do what makes you happy. And uh, yeah, I hopefully you can so find your much. place like I did. I love the universe rejoices in <laughs> courage. Really I love that. Truly. So much. Yeah, the universe loves, nature it loves is. courage, period. It is so true. I follow, I follow my gut feelings ever have since then. See, I well, know things, Tara. I know, sweetheart. I know things. You know a little bit. Um, how about you? <laughs> <laughs> how about you, <laughs> Um, I definitely wouldn't say that I always thought I would, I kind of like... Uh, it's not necessarily what I thought I would always do. I never really considered it. I feel like I don't necessarily think too far ahead. Um, when I was younger, I, I really used to enjoy watching things like Batman animated series and like the X-Men because it would be on like Saturday morning cartoons. So yeah. um, I used to really enjoy watching that and I used to run around the house in my Spider-Man pajamas. Um, so I was kind of like it, very interested in it. But um, I remember uh, when I was at school... Um, my art teacher had had a go at this girl because she was wearing makeup and my art teacher specifically said there's no point in you wearing makeup because women wear makeup to look younger so why should you wear it and I just disagreed with it so much and I was like how dare you um and I remember it's always stuck with me because I just thought I think you're wrong. So I remember I would go home and I would just play with the makeup and I would draw I would just like draw all over I just draw stuff all over myself um and then I just keep going and keep going. And I, I was always like, like, like my little secret font that I would always like just draw all over my face, turn myself like blue and like, like little robot, like Terminator paints, etc. And obviously it, es it escalated. Um, and I remember when I was at school, I didn't really tell anyone that I would like sit at home and do that until I was probably in um, college. I was like at sixth form because college here is a little bit different. And I was at sixth form and then my friends would start noticing what I was doing. And I actually did have some really mean comments from a lot of people who were saying what I was doing as a waste of time. Um, I'll beat them up, yeah, I swear. Yeah, I'll send, I'll send you over. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the way I see it is like, if they're minding your business, who's minding theirs? Like, just do what makes you happy. At the end of the day, I've, I've lost friends over it, but they're not your real friends because they, they they're putting you down if this is something that's making you happy why should you sacrifice it because of somebody else's opinion absolutely it's, that's it's crazy fine. to me that you lost friends like people just thought you were wasting your time or yeah they would say like oh, i should be going out partying with them and i was like no they had a, like, i remember it was specifically you're wasting your time because you're dressing you're sat there painting yourself as wonder woman but it's fine because like now i you know like now it's my job <laughs> Um, your Wonder Woman is so hot. You're first of all, you're both like the hottest fucking women ever. Like you're, um, <laughs> you're so funny. <laughs> I know, it's fun to hear me swear, right? Like you're both so fucking hot. I know. Um, it's really <laughs> I just like it's so you're so right, Melissa. And like and it's the problem with any judgments, any it's like if you're doing something that's fun and you're enjoying it and you're bringing other people joy, like why is there a judgment? Look at her. Is she? That's wow. so cool. Is her body? <laughs> I can't I love the imagine. wind effect. Yeah, who is making fun of this? Like they're just ridiculous. I bet those people are pretty, mm -hmm. like kicking themselves now. I mean, you would be the funnest friend. I want you to do my makeup one day. <laughs> do you ever provide services at cons, like paint people? I haven't, but yeah, because you would clean up. <laughs> yeah, but it would. We should have you when we go to when we, when we do our Ship It Show live events. When we do our Ship It Show live events, it'd be really you cool know to have you as a would have to a pick like one person, like or she could she up. could paint herself live on the Ship It Show on at a con or something like that. I did come to London Comic Con right before lockdown, and it was 
absolutely brilliant. I loved it so much there. It was my first overseas con and there were people lined up around the convention center oh, clutching of their like bubbles toys that they've yeah. had forever. Like, oh, I thought I'd never meet you. And like, I was like holding it like <laughs> so special. We also love and miss doing um, cons. It's one of the reasons we're doing Ship It Show live right now um, over, over COVID is to be able to still connect with the fans and bring people like you who are just so important to everyone. So um, thank you guys so much for coming. Um, There's been some amazing super chats okay. we should mention. There were some questions asked. Okay, by okay. Fans. Let's see. Let's see. Um, hmm. Mel also does the animation yourself. Oh, you're quite. Yeah, Mel, you're like incredible. Okay, the fans want you to do my makeup one day. <laughs> I think that would be really, really <laughs> fun. Oh, they want to know how do we get the sweetest people ever? I have a theory, and I think that is when you are doing what you love and it's an artistic side of you that's always wanted to come out there's no need to be like catty or mean like i i find people in the voiceover world people in the con world are some of the nicest folks you've ever met anybody disagree like it's the nicest folks ever it's just amazing well it's like we're we grew up being outcasts i think we all have like we weren't the the mm -hmm. normal you know yeah, we we're didn't peak normal. when we were in high school. I definitely didn't peak when I was in high school. But I think if you if you I'm peak still in high school, then it's all downhill from there. You know, like we had more time to <laughs> to like enjoy, and you know, and it's like it constantly is like we haven't peaked yet. In this, I don't know. That's my that's my theory. We're eternally yeah, peaking. peaking. There you go. Have you guys ever heard from people from high school or your past that maybe made fun of what you did and like now came around and say, you know what, I was an asshole and you're amazing? Has anyone ever come back around and yes, said that? Yes, they're all in my DMs, yes. so I don't read yes. them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad you read mine. I was like, she was really surprised. surprised. <laughs> Alex Slingsby asks whether Melissa or Yaya cosplayed as. Classic Hanna Barbera character, i.e., Scooby Doo, Yogi Bear, The Jetsons, Tom and Jerry. Not hmm. yet. No, no. But I have a retro space girl that's very Jetsons. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so. There you go, Alex. They want to know. Um, Ask wants to know if yeah, yeah, you've ever done a YouTube or Twitch streaming. I um have a Twitch channel under Yaya Han. I was supposed to start in April. And then the Capcom thing happened. Uh, I had to make Lady Dimitrescu in two weeks and, you know, produce a full video and everything, just the whole campaign, basically. And then I had, like, I did a promotion for Shadow and Bone. I had to make another costume. So um, I will start streaming on Twitch or YouTube or maybe both. Um. At some if you point. stream on Twitch, we will raid. I will send my community oh, to you. you. Will, thank you. Yeah. Very it, nice. <laughs> see, I tried. I, I like try to set up my room. I got I got my light up curtain. I got my mic. You see, I'm trying. I'm I'm gonna get there. Small like steps. I do, I we'll miss connecting you. with people what's, too. So I, I really want to start streaming. What's your favorite social media platform, all of you? Oh, probably Twitch to use Instagram. No. Well, I just joined TikTok earlier this year. Ooh. I'm kind of enjoying TikTok. Mm. <laughs> so I don't know. I can mm. just kind of be weird on it. And um, may I make very random videos. I have like no rhyme or reason. But TikTok's it's nice been, for that. We just this did a random one. Me and Hype and it like blew up on, on TikTok. We did like one where we did 600,000. <laughs> yeah, it's like the community is really wholesome. I thought they were very supportive and they were really funny. And it was weird, like when I like doing the 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 Resident Evil outfit, obviously was like very uh very popular character. So I posted it to YouTube and to all my other platforms. TikTok was the most supportive, most most wholesome. YouTube was the most toxic. That's where everybody was like making comments like, you don't match the character because she's not Asian. It was a lot of like racist comments on YouTube and or like, you know, you're pronouncing the name wrong. It's Dimitrescu. And oh I'm like, my gosh, Capcom wanted life. me to pronounce Dimitrescu, <laughs> you know, like, but like they were very nitpicky compared to uh TikTok. So I thought it was very interesting because it's the same content, right? It's the same character, same everything. Mm. So well, TikTok's really nice. But look how beautiful and kind our community is. Our Ship It Show family is just so nurturing, so loving, so supportive. It's such a safe place for us all to hang out. 
on this I big mean, love yeah, I expect ours. nothing but wholesomeness in this super chat when I go it's, back to check it. Yeah, right? It's so it's so crazy that um that people would have anything negative to say. It's one of the things we always talk about this that cosplay um in any form is the most freeing. I mean, girls can play boy characters, old people can play young characters. It doesn't matter your ethnicity, it doesn't matter your sexuality. It's just all love and it's another reason why we started this show is that there's never been a show really celebrating the love of relationships and and love in in pop culture and that is going to lead me to a question that Greg likes to ask. Yeah, I mean it's it's really about fantasizing as well. It's like wish fulfillment. We're like fulfilling wishes by exploring these these ships that we all want to see become real like on Teen Titans Go, we, me and Tara are responsible for one of the biggest ships in the whole world, BB Ray, and there's been multiple episodes about this ship that we've we've really fueled since day one. And now it's really, it's kind of the the, the most focused on ship in the whole, sometimes maybe the, all of the DC universe if you look it up, including me and Tara are now in Fortnite, our characters. Oh my God. <laughs> I didn't see that was yesterday. Beast Boy was announced yesterday, Fortnite character, but Raven was our, Mama Raven was already right. in it. Ship Mary Kill. Ship Mary Kill. <laughs> oh God. Well, since Ship you Mary guys Kill. Have um have become characters from all sorts of universes. You guys can choose any character from any world. It can be on camera. It can be animated. It can be manga. It can be anything. Who would you personally <laughs> like to ship, marry, or kill? Mm. Oh my God. Uh. Uh. Melissa, you go first. I was just about to say the same thing to you. <laughs> I was about to say you go first. <laughs> My brain is full of anime this year. This like that's, that's one of the only good things about 2020. I don't know if you guys agree, like those watching, but anime has been lit in 2020 and 2021. Uh, Truly, when has anime not been lit? There have been so phases. Dope. Trust me, there have been some really. My kids over um, COVID have really gotten into it. My my both my kids did the entire Bleach, the entire thing, oh, and then and then my older dedicated. one watched the whole thing in its original um, with the original voice actors and like fell in love with it all over again. And then they, I mean, they did Naruto, they did all kinds of. I was never really in to anime, but I'm really starting to see the beauty of it and how important it is in pop culture. It's amazing. We we did a Bleach episode. We did an amazing yeah, yeah, Bleach we have a episode. One yeah. coming up, and um, mm-hmm. maybe we'll have you back on when there's a, a, a an, an anime one. Anime episode. Really like, yeah. I will gush yeah, all yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, Demon yeah. Slayer, like Kimetsu Yaiba, is like my whole world right now. But for your question, Greg, I'm gonna pick Jujutsu Kaisen, which is a anime mm. that is gonna become a shonen classic. It's it's gonna it's our it's like really cultural changing so Jujutsu, Jujutsu mm. Kaisen um I would ship I would ship uh Gojo Sensei because I ship Gojo Sensei I stand Gojo Sensei like everybody and I would marry probably oh god now I'm like Nanami I would marry Nanami I can't say any of the students. The students are too young. <laughs> can't have any anything with them. Like they're high school students though. But I'm I'm naming all the teachers. So mm. Gojo Sensei, I would ship, I would marry Nanami, and I would kill Sukuna, I guess. Although I don't I don't really want to kill Sukuna. So those who know the show will know what I mean. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm, I'm yeah, sorry, I don't really know. Okay. Um, it just sounds like a whole bunch of cool names yes. to me. <laughs> so, I think it's all um, TikTok. <laughs> I think for me, um, I really like. Um, I always, I always can't decide if I want Poison Ivy and Catwoman or Poison Ivy and Harley to be together. I'm always mixed between the two, but I think I'd pick. I did just finish um, the Harley Quinn show, so I think I'm gonna have to go with Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn. Um, I'm probably gonna marry King Shark because I love him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a new King Shark fan, um, and I think I'd have to kill the Condiment King for death by bad puns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that you knew all those. I mean, it's amazing. Um, the fans are talking about how you did um, a Smurf. <laughs> <laughs> 
Is that up on your page? I don't know. Um, it's quite far down. I did a Smurf because every time I started to paint myself blue, everyone said I looked like a Smurf. So I was like, well, if I just paint the Smurf, <laughs> if I just, if I just I do like it. <laughs> Yo, are you are you kidding me? That shirt right now you're wearing is not a real shirt. That's painted Wait, on this you. Is did painted you just on. join the show, Greg? Did you just join the show? <laughs> Oh my god! It looks so, so real, cute. like a shirt. I thought she. Just, so cute. I thought she just. I thought it was just her, no, Melissa, her face. No, Melissa, we do not That's encourage Greg's lack of being able to pay attention. We said in the very. <laughs> it just shows how talented she is and how skilled. <laughs> cute. Yeah, Seriously, it's, it's a testament to her skills. Thank you. It's very kind of you. Yeah. Wow. Are you good, Greg? Do you know where you are right now? <laughs> it's the ship of chill. You know live. who we have on the show today? You and me. <laughs> Oh my god! Okay. I want to make Yaya's theme song. By the way, Yaya, do you have a I theme song? I do not have a theme make song. It. We'll get Sammy to make a theme it. song. You're this gonna one of my song. my logo character though. She keeps showing up. This is the Yaya oh, character. Make me like a retro so space. Um, make me a retro space uh, theme song. I love that's that. what I need. Okay, also, I'm tell on everybody about your book and where you can get it. And I know you've had some struggles. I remember when people were like stealing your designs. Um, oh, talk yeah. a little bit about that. Yeah. Give us. Sorry, give us- I totally did not mean to hijack the conversation Whoa. on oh, the book. But yeah, yeah. okay, oh. so this yeah, is your, I, this is your web. That's my book. Jeez um, I did not Amazing. choose the title. My publisher demanded this title. I'm like, <laughs> there's so many other like fun titles I could have named, but they were like. This it looks is pretty the first fun to me. book of this type that we're publishing. We're going to just really name it for what it is. And so, well, yeah, that's smart because then people yeah. know what but... it is. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's... I love way. the retro vibe. Oh. The retro vibe yeah, is yeah, cool. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I, I wrote the book as sort of my, my culmination of, of 20 years of being in, a cosplayer. And so it's half biography, autobiography with um, my weird heritage and... It's also the sort of uh, the evolution of cosplay, like so the history of where cosplay came from and uh, what is so unique and and cool about cosplay, including I have a chapter on how people go beyond recreation, like they can't come up with their own um, variations wow. of the characters, which, you know, totally ties in with shipping, like you sort of like fantasize what this character would be like as, you know, uh, if the the gender was reversed or if this character was in an alternate universe oh or you know if there was a mashup between these two Ugh. different series and i think that's so very interesting about cosplay is that it's not just recreating and looking exactly like the character on screen it's about taking a part of that character and injecting some of yourself in and sort of you bond with the character forever through cosplaying them and so i kind of explore that sociology aspect uh and then i also talk about the negativity the, the negative sides in cosplay you know the sexism that i've encountered the racism that black cosplayers face every day and you know um i i just really wanted to give a well-rounded look at what cosplay is so that you know people know it beyond uh it's just these people dressing up like i really wanted parents to be able to read this book and understand that there's an art form behind it and there's something worthwhile and valid about cosplay and also like why i did it for so long and you know why you should maybe let your kids consider doing it uh so yeah it's i worked very very hard on it and it released during the pandemic when I didn't have a chance to have any type of book tour or do any type of events. I had all my events in 2020 were lined up around the book and I was going to do panels and signings and discussions and readings and couldn't do any of that. So uh, once conventions come back, I'd like to do a belated book tour and just still have the chance to, you know, connect with people and, and hear what they think after they've read the book. I love that. Amazing. It would be so cool. It would be so cool to give you like a weekly ship it show, talk show where you're reading the book basically through from the beginning. Oh my to the god! End, like that would be so boring though. I don't know if I could call the audience attention for the entire. <laughs> That's no, too much it would be pressure. really cool. You do like <laughs> you read your book live every week on the ship it show oh network. You're so kind. Um, we have a question from Asteel160. They want to know what the newest technology or makeup. Or costume development that you are guys that you guys are both most excited about. What's like the newer thing that's really sort of taking your 
A game to A++ game. I want a 3D printer, but I'm trying to convince myself I don't need a 3D printer. Mm. Just yeah, get it. <laughs> Just get it. Yeah, I mean, Give 3D printers that. are very accessible now. They are definitely game changing. Yeah, like just yeah for cosplay, especially you make anything yeah. you want. Instead yes. of becoming an addict. How, yeah. how did you make your other stuff, Melissa? Before before like you don't have a 3D printer. Like how did you build a nose? How did you build all that stuff when you're doing it? Oh, well, like when I was doing it before, I was just like I I, I find like the tackiest way to build anything but it works it's not stupid um but when i was like younger i would like you know those like white face masks that kids get that you'd like draw on i used to get those and i used to put like cover them in like Mm. clay um and then i would just layer liquid latex onto it until it made something and then i would like Mm. stuff it and i would do that when i was really young um and then it kind of like escalated from there um now um I, I kind of I'm I'm learning more from the cosplay world. I'm trying to like like for instance, if I'm going to do something that needs shoulder pads because like my shoulder isn't enough, then I'll build one shoulder pad and I'll like attach it to my arm. But then I'll try and make sure most of it. I want most of it to be body paint. But I am learning, trying very hard to from other things as well because I have a really big thing personally about um, when I do the characters because sometimes I do like mashups of characters. Like as you were saying, I would like you can create your own ideas and I love creating ideas with things like oh, but like what if I painted punchline but like she's peeling her skin back and underneath it's the Joker and I like coming mm-hmm. up with like all of these ideas and like toying around with like thoughts about how you can mash two characters together with um, with makeup and. I find like those are really, really fun to do. But I, I do take a lot of inspiration from the cosplay world. I'm trying to understand how to do that. My main thing is like when I try to do it, when I, when I create a character, I want the character to look as, um, as close as I can get it to like maybe a comic panel or a cover because somebody out there is a really huge fan of that character. And I want them to see, even if it's the artist and they see it, I want them to be like, that person has brought my character to life. That's my character. And it's like a, it's a living, breathing character. It looks like it stepped out of a comic book. And that's, for me, that's a really important thing. So I'm really specific about getting like the exact wig. Cause obviously I'm only going to be using it for a day. I only do, I do it on like the big paints on the Saturdays. Um, so it makes it seem a bit like, oh, is it even worth it? But to me, it's, it's worth it. Cause it, it means a lot to someone. Um, so that's why I, you are so important. Um, it's amazing you can paint yeah. yourself though like you don't have somebody holding the gun the paint gun it's you doing it all um i just stand in front of a mirror the whole time amazing and it's amazing aren't there certain sea creatures that can like don't they can't they can camouflage themselves they can paint themselves yeah. in the water you know what i'm talking about love they go to michael's they buy paint supplies <laughs> I'm serious. I think I saw a National Geographic special. That they paint themselves. That's yeah, I am. I'm like a sea reptilian. Sea paint. (laughs) Secrets out. How long does it take you to get out of your costumes, particularly the most ones? Like 15 minutes. Like to just jump in the shower, wash it off, gone. Just jump in the shower. I think there's something that's quite romantic. I think we we can take off costumes very fast. Sometimes it takes (laughs) like three hours for me to just put a costume not even painting it mm. just like trying to get all the pieces situated and yeah you know wig and peter, contacts and P- everything peter <laughs> peter g finn yes these artists are incredible they are incredible you ladies are amazing yeah gorgeous thank amazing you. Oh, thank kind. you i did a so zombie kind. movie with carlos elizraki and the makeup to take it off it was like over an hour and at one point i was just like <gasps> pulling at my skin oh, all the prosthetics <laughs> yeah okay. yeah you do have to take your time with that yeah you don't want to oh, screw up Ooh, it was so yeah, so terrible um sophia mm-hmm. wants to know how long it takes you mel to do a full makeup look do you have a, a general time if i'm doing like a face and chest piece which is typically like like this it can t- it depend mostly depends on the piece sometimes i've been a bit ambitious um but usually it'll take between like four four and six hours to to do i really love shading nice. What? You're so um, good at it. You're so good Thank at you it. So your shirt, like Thank the shading you. on your outfits, are amazing. amazing. Thank it's you. Ridiculous. So kind yeah. of you. Yeah. Um, Look at your collarbones. That's what, <laughs> what, what about her collar and her shirt? You know, the shirt's painted. <laughs> Everything. I thought that was a real shirt. <laughs> yes, it's painted. Is that is that 
Did you paint your hair? It's too? a wig. <laughs> Everything about me right now is fake. Oh, I love this. Let's keep going. Except like, oh, oh, look, so it's like me as so Donkey amazing. from Shrek. <laughs> Um, but if I'm doing like a big piece, which is like the head to torso, then they can, they usually take me between like eight and 12 hours, usually depending on the piece. Um, but they used to take me longer. I'm very happy that I've gotten a bit faster, but yeah, they usually take me between like eight and 12. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you could be on a big Hollywood movie set <laughs> I don't know. for like the biggest of Hollywood movies. Truly. They well, need do makeup you have artists like you a day job or are you sets. getting, are you making enough money doing this now? Cause you're so talented. That's very kind of you. Um, I actually lost my job because of COVID. <laughs> so um, I decided now's the time to just give it a go. And so I just went for it. And yes, so, yeah, I yes. uh, my income's through streaming. And yeah. thank goodness I'm starting to see things with brands and they're starting to want to work with me. <laughs> That's a sci -fi, thank God. As they should, as they should. I actually just found out today <laughs> that um, I, I've done it. I did a piece a long time ago and it's been part of the KFC advert in the UK at the moment. So that's amazing because like the no video. I know, yeah. I was surprised. When I got the email, I was like, have you got the right person? <laughs> so can you talk that's to so me? Cool. Um, so it's, it's really nice seeing this sort of stuff. So, um, well, yes, the pandemic has been quite disastrous for a lot of things. Um, I'm grateful that I've been able to use it as a time to just try and force this to grow because I've got nothing else to do. So I mean, well, cosplay, cosplay has really the made the great jump. Like co cosplayers, we are resilient. We ha we have continued the community online. There are a lot of people that have pivoted and started streaming or or even doing like VTube and and I think it's it's it definitely is a do or die situation. Um, on more than one level but for for us like the creativity is still there we're 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 still here a lot of cosplayers made face masks myself included like face masks saved my small business last year you know just being able to use sewing skills to to make something that was really uh in need you know for a long time wow, so, that's so cool. we're still here how would you do alex alex lingby asks would either of you cosplay as Roadrunner? How that would be a very interesting. That's costume. so random. Um, Roadrunner, yes. Um, I reckon you could do that with body paint. <laughs> I will cosplay what I want. I don't really take suggestions anymore. Like, At a girl. Um, At a girl. Just been been so many years where where everybody's like, you should cosplay this character. You should cosplay that character. And I'm like, I'm gonna cosplay what. How I would want. you even approach a Roadrunner? Many, How would you many approach different ways? Cosplaying um, many, many different ways. I would do it with, with the painting okay so this sounds really daft but sometimes on my stream if we get enough subs i will say that i will do like the untitled goose game dressed as a goose so i will turn myself into a goose um i would probably do it the same way yeah so I, yeah so i don't know it's a long story <laughs> um and so i'd probably a goose how do you turn yourself into a goose <laughs> you, you have to, you you have to watch your streams it. you have to subscribe um, yeah That's sometimes i'll do it. nightmare fuel Hey, if you all subscribe right now, I need like 30 new subscriptions right now on, on on YouTube. I'll turn oh you into a duck. <laughs> okay, yes, what, do that. Is, what is next for you guys? Can you guys um, give us any spoilers of what you're doing next? I'm looking at building a set of wings so I can do the golden paint and body paint the golden armor of Wonder Woman as well as do Hawk Girl um, as a body paint. So I want those to be movable behind me. But the mm. challenge is that my room is, my studio is very, very small. Um, and so I'm going to be building those and then hopefully learning to animate that. More animations. I'm trying to teach myself VFX because I've got nothing else to do. <laughs> you're so good at it. What are you talking about? You're Thank so you. good. Thank you. Uh, you're amazing. You're amazing. Yeah, How about you? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. What's yeah, next yeah, for you? I, um, I'm... I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm doing yeah, a, yeah, 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 yeah. a couple of uh, virtual conventions this this summer. I can't say which ones yet but um i'll be involved in a couple of events i think it's so great that some conventions have gone online and give people still a chance to you know do events and contests and such uh, and uh so i'm also um early i think it was like literally january this year i started making photo sets where i just started buying you know cheap like antique furniture on Facebook marketplace or, you know, raids thrift stores and 
um, backdrops and I, I would like start making environments besides just a costume. And it was also out of necessity because I couldn't go anywhere to do photos. You know, I felt uncomfortable being out in public. I didn't feel right renting a space or, um, you know, I was like, where would you find like a, a like super Victorian looking lounge anyway, you know? So, uh, so yeah, so I definitely have, I think my creativity has been really uh, spurred on by making photo shoots that showcase more than just making costumes, but also uh, creating environments. And so I'm, I'm building my next photo set. I'm doing my next photo shoot on Friday. I won't say what costume it is, but it's my most elaborate photo set yet. And I recorded the whole build process. So I'll make a video uh, for YouTube about the like how to build a photo set for cosplay and you I know, love that it, I look forward to seeing that you, know, you also had some pretty extraordinary outdoor shots outdoor we're very lucky in Georgia we have a lot of beautiful lush places we have I a couple Georgia. of ruins and you know we have a gorgeous cemetery and so you can like outdoor photos wow. I've always had really great luck with and even conventions this was taken in Baltimore um outside of Otacon and this was a costume where I had to get on stilts Oh, wow. And so I had to dress actually in in public because I, I could not I could not like dress in my hotel room and then walk out the door because I wouldn't fit through the door. I could not get into a car. So I had to literally take the costume in pieces in like uh, multiple oh cars, you know, with like friends helping and go down to the Baltimore Harbor and put it on there. Like That's at so 11 in the morning. Wow. And so it, like all the tourists and are just like, What's going on? And I'm like, don't <laughs> mind me, just turning into an undead queen. Just you it's know, <laughs> but, you guys are incredible. Yeah. People don't understand the amount of time and work and love that goes into. Uh, it's been such a treat to have you guys on. I want to thank you so much for thank giving you. a part of your day. Thank for everyone. you for having us. And I want you to tell everybody again where they can find you on all platforms. So let's give them give everybody a chance to say that again. Uh, so yeah, I'm Yaya Han, and my website is yayahan.com, and I'm Yaya Han on all social media except on YouTube. I'm Yaya Cosplay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and for me, I am mcroft07 everywhere, and you can find me on Twitter. Um, I I do the live demonstrations on Twitch, so you can watch me do it live there. Um, and that's mcroft07 Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Twitch. Amazing. You also have a pretty great voice, Melissa. I'm like, oh. she could be doing some video games. I'm coming for your job. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Don't forget what the word means. <laughs> I won't. And Nemo. It's and beautiful. Nemo. Thank, Thank you. For that. I've learned something. For that. You guys are just amazing. Don't ever, yeah, don't, don't ever grow up. Don't ever grow up. And, and we're so excited to keep following you and keep watching the amazing things you do. Thank you for putting yourself out there for people. Thank you for coming on today. And thank you for just being smart, brave, goddess warriors. You're both just so gorgeous and so talented. And I'm just honored that you guys joined us today. Thanks so much thank for having so us, much Kara and Greg. Us. It's nice to, nice to catch up and tell stories. And really nice. Absolutely. I can't wait for us all to be at yeah, the same con together. That'd be really fun. Show experience. Okay. Can't wait. And thank you to all our fans today on the live and stream. And thanks for donated. Thank you so me. much, you guys. Thank you. Adopt, adopt, and adopt. And then don't, don't bring shop. it back. Unless you're a terrible dog owner, and then bring it back. No. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,